Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. I'm TJ Thomas, and today I want to talk about scarcity mindset, what it is and what you can do about it. So this is a topic that I addressed very briefly in my video last week when we were talking about the other people have it worse problem. And I had a lot of messages and requests from people who thought that this scarcity mindset idea was something they wanted to explore more. So let's dive into it today. So at its most basic, scarcity mindset is the idea that there is a limited finite amount of resources and that you can't have enough of them that you will never have enough of them. Scarcity mindset comes into our modern life and world in a lot of ways, especially in psychology, but I think it's very interesting to examine the history of this first so we can see why our brains are wired the way they are when it comes to scarcity. So let's talk about scarcity in like caveman terms. If we are a hunter-gatherer kind of society and we're out foraging for berries and we're trying to hunt our food and all that stuff, we know that when winter is coming up, there's going to be a scarcity of food. We know that it's going to be harder to harvest, we know it's gonna be harder to hunt, just in general, we're not gonna have enough food for the winter. So our brains learned as a survival skill that when we know something is about to become scarce, we need to hoard it and we need to collect it and we have to do everything we can to get as much of it as possible. So our brains have it really deeply ingrained for us that when things become scarce, we need to hoard them. We all saw this very clearly laid out with toilet paper of all things during the pandemic, right? Even though there was no actual shortage of toilet paper, people thought there was going to be a shortage of toilet paper. So they went out and went nuts and bought way more than they needed and hoarded as much of it as they could, which then actually created a shortage of toilet paper. See what I'm saying? This is a problem that I see coming up for clients in sessions quite often when there's like a bad habit or a change that they want to make in their lives. If they get a scarcity mindset around it, it actually makes it harder to make the change. For example, if you're trying to maybe eat healthier and you want to stop eating sugar, if you tell your brain that you are not allowed to eat sugar anymore, the one thing your brain is going to crave above all else is sugar. And it is going to be very, very hard for you to tell your brain no, because your brain has descended into this caveman-like state of scarcity mindset of, I need sugar to live. So by telling yourself, I'm not allowed any sugar, you put your brain into a scarcity mindset, which then propels you to want more sugar just naturally. That's what your brain's gonna do because it thinks it's never getting it again. It thinks winter of sugar is coming and I need to hoard this. This was actually something that I experienced for myself a couple years ago. I was trying to cut out soda and I realized that the more I said I'm not allowed soda, the more soda I craved. And anytime even the possibility of a hint of soda was presented, it was like this struggle every time because my brain was like, you want it, go get it. Then I learned about this. So I changed it. So now I have a personal rule that I only drink soda when it's free. This means that if I'm at a party or at someone else's house and they offer me soda, I can have it. If I'm out to dinner and someone else is paying, I can have it. If work is bringing in food, I can have soda. There are opportunities for me to have soda, but I don't pay for it. So if I am out by myself to get food or if I'm at the grocery store or anywhere else, I don't buy the soda because I just think, eh, nah, I don't need to buy it right now. I'll just get it when it's free sometime later. And I just trust that there will be a time in the future when soda is gonna be in my life again. So I don't get this scarcity mindset coming in trying to like warp my brain and freak me out about never having soda again in the rest of my life. And it works really well. Like health-wise, it's a great benefit, but also it like saves me a lot of money. So it's been pretty good. But the reason that we're talking about this is that people do this scarcity thing in their emotions all the time. Particularly, we as humans have scarcity around love, belonging, 
and value. I see this a lot in sessions where people are constantly questioning their value and their worth because they have a scarcity mindset around it. They think, I don't have worth, I don't have value, I don't have these things. And ironically, just like with the toilet paper shortage, in their attempts to go out and try to prove that they have worth and that they have value and that they have love, they end up creating the very shortage that they were seeking to avoid. Here's another example from my personal life with this one. For a long time when I was growing up, my value and my identity was based around being right, about being the smartest and the most accomplished. And if I wasn't right about everything, then I took it as an attack against my value, against my belonging and having love and worth. So in my attempts to satiate this scarcity mindset that I put myself in, I made myself kind of a jerk. I made myself have to be right about everything and I just became really stubborn and I couldn't be wrong and I couldn't take no for an answer and if someone else was wrong, I took it really personally and like looking back, honestly, I feel like guilty for how like bad of a person I was for a lot of years because I was so set on trying to be right. And so the very thing that I was doing to try to get rid of the scarcity, to try to hoard love and worth and value by trying to be right all the time because that proved that I had value and worth in my community was the very thing that was driving people away and that was making me lose love and value and acceptance and belonging. The wiring behind scarcity mindset might have been great when we were foraging for limited finite resources like berries and animals to eat. In today's world, the scarcity that most of us face is for emotional needs, and that is not a finite resource. And when we get really caught up in this scarcity mindset, the survival skills and tools that we're using to try to hoard and get all of these resources that we need put us in direct competition with each other because in our brains, we have to compete for limited resources, which then makes us lose the very emotional needs that we're seeking out. So this is why the scarcity mindset might've been great for us when we were cavemen, but it doesn't work very well today. So your homework is I want you to start taking a look at what areas of your life do you have a scarcity mindset around? What sort of things are you thinking are limited finite resources? And I'll give you a hint, there's a really good chance that it's around these basic core needs of love and belonging and acceptance and value and worth. And see how is your scarcity mindset actually ironically pulling you farther away from having those things? What is your toilet paper in your life? And then you get to do the very thing that seems so opposite. You have to trust and believe that there is an abundance of that resource. That if everyone in your city had stopped panic buying toilet paper, there would have been plenty of toilet paper for everyone. And unfortunately, you can't control everyone in your city, but you can control yourself. That when you calm down and realize, no, there is plenty of love and belonging and worth for everyone. And I have and will continue to have plenty of it if I just allow it in my life. If I stop fighting for it so hard that I am actually driving it away. If I can just recognize that I have it and just let it be. I know even saying it that it maybe sounds a little oversimplified and a little like frou-frou, like not real, but I can tell you from thousands of clinical hours with clients, whether it is in addictions or relationships or self-worth, getting out of scarcity mindset can heal so many things. So that's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, send me any messages with any comments, questions, or topics that you'd like to request for future episodes. I really, really love getting your messages. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.